did you ever at one point come into contact with a John or a buyer who you thought would really help you? Or do you think that these pimps knew them and it was just a continuum of customers, the same customers? You just never ran into someone that you might think would, wow. No, I, I never I never ran into anyone that- It's fucking crazy. Never. And you know, what was so sad was there was a lot of married men oh. that, that bought sex, which I'm telling you, which kind of shaped, like I hate when a married man comes onto me like that, just, I mean. <laughs> hey listeners, thanks for tuning in. I'm Victoria, the host of Unseen, The Traffic Truth, where you're gonna hear true sex trafficking crime stories. Legit, these are stories that you probably never heard of because it's not out there to even be believed. I want to raise some awareness through Voices Unheard, get a chance for survivors to tell their story. Maybe for the first time, maybe it didn't make headlines, maybe the police, even when they made their statement, they didn't believe. But hey, let's get into it. And remember guys, listener discretion is advised. You all don't see it, but it's right under your noses. It's right in front of your eyes if you just really look. You're, you're taking the voices of the unheard and you're letting them be heard in a very safe space. It's just being able to tell my story to that one person who can relate or that one person who believes me. Thank you guys for tuning in for part two of Chiquita's truth telling and survivor truths. So listen, you're going to get a chance to hear from Chiquita and I, and we're going to really talk deeply about sex trafficking, the impact it makes on the teens, the families, the communities, and you, allies. But not even that, we really want to tap into speaking survivor to survivor. Because this podcast is survivor-led, survivor-informed, and survivor-focused, we truly, truly want the survivors to get a chance to not only talk about how they're thriving from their victimization and from their survival, but also a chance to hear them tell you what needs to change. Not only what needs to change, but really hear what drives them to just continue their fight every single day. We're going to hear challenges of getting out of the life and trying to stay on a successful journey. And as we talked, we realized not every survivor is going to have their own nonprofit or their own memoir or their own book or maybe it hasn't came out yet. Um, maybe we have survivors that are, you know, being direct staff so they can effectively meet the folks right there, ground level. You might not hear from survivors doing any anti-trafficking work. They just want to be a motivational speaker. They just want to get their story out to raise awareness, just like this platform. The truth-telling, the narratives directly from them, 
is what we really wanted to share with you all. And Chiquita does that. She's going to talk about the stigma behind black, indigenous, and people of color where they're not supported in seeking counseling. They're told not to seek counseling. They're told not to tell anyone for reasons more than embarrassment or more than what stays here in the family, stays here in the family. You're also going to hear her just really talk one-on-one about why she wrote the book and why we should buy the book. And I'm going to tell you something. I bought the book. I had to buy two. (laughs) I had to buy two in all honesty because, one, I want to support all of the survivors here on this platform, whether they have merch, whether they have books, whether they have poems, whether they started their nonprofit or they worked with a specific nonprofit, and we want to support them as well. But Chiquita took time to personalize her gift to me. We took time to purchase an additional book so that we can also give it away, just like our previous survivor and Heather's poem books because we want to spread the word. We're not looking out to further exploit any of our survivors, even though this platform reaches hundreds of people more than we could have thought. So what we want to do is give you listeners a chance to do the same thing to get a free copy of Chiquita's book. That's right. What we're going to do is you're going to comment on the photo on Instagram of her book. You get bonus points if you tag a friend or tag an organization or tag Chiquita, maybe, and tell us why you'd like the book. Also, bonus, bonus, bonus if you can share it in your story. Now, some of you might not be able to know that you can do it on a post because I actually found out super late. But if you go underneath the photo of the Instagram post, there's like an arrow. And the arrow, if you click on it, it'll give you the option to send it and add it to your story. That easy. So let's all support Chiquita and hear her words, hear her truths, hear her power and her strengths, and get a copy of her book today or get a chance to receive it for free. All right, guys, enough of me talking all crazy jibble jabble but I just love 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 that Chiquita and I went into part two but check it out but write us comment on Instagram Facebook or Twitter and you also will hear Chiquita's handle so that you can reach out to her as well all right thanks hope you enjoyed the episode It's a little, you know, it's these triggers that people really don't know. Like for myself, like I know when I, you know, I had this persona that I didn't want to look at anybody in their face because I would hear so many stories of girls having to, you know, choose when they, when they chose up, when they looked at a guy, another pimp, they chose up and they had to now go to this pimp and you were made to walk down, walk around with your head down. Mm -hmm. So I, I like. I, when I'm with my survivors and when I'm with my kids that growing up, I mean, I mean, not growing up, but along their journey. And I'm just like, I'm looking at people and I'm like, 
Look at them. <laughs> right. Look at them. You know? And then I just get so triggered when I see them and they're just walking with their head down and they just have like, you know, they're just they just still have that mechanism mm-hmm. in their head. And mm-hmm. it, it's like I can't imagine the triggers that you have, Chiquita. <laughs> like let me tell you, I have so I had so many triggers until, you know, I'm telling you, it, was, it took me to go through counseling to yes. deal with so much yep. because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I would, I would get triggered very easily. But every know? time we talk to a survivor and we hear from another survivor, we're still all in our journey. Like mm-hmm. we're still our you know, it's it's a yeah. lifelong of therapy. It's a lifelong of building us up and then building up trust with others. And I think like the more we tell our story and the more people have a better understanding of like, I just want to save space. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm in a marriage, mm-hmm. I might not have the same sexual, inte- you know, mm-hmm. um, mindset as if I was before all of this stuff happened to me, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, we're, we're looking for, we're still, you know, we're still going through our right. process. We're processing things and we are processing it different. It, we you are. I mean? We are. I'm still hypervigilant. Like I still, I could, I'm like always half sleep. Every time a phone comes on or if I'm like, I don't want to ever miss a phone call. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm checking voicemails and, you know, and I hear from survivors that sleep with their shoes on still. Yeah. And they're like, you know what I mean? There's just so yeah. many things. It that, took me a minute to uh, like to unpack. Yes. You know, like when I would move, I mean, stuff was still just, I had no pictures on the walls. I had nothing because I just felt like I wasn't going to be here long. Wow. You know, I wasn't. And I mean, it took, I mean, years for me to get to a place where I was like, you know what? Okay, here I am going to make this a home. I'm going to put pictures on the wall. I'm going to decorate. I'm going to do, you know, and I had to like really do that because I was just like, I'm just a bed. I'm just going to sleep in. I have furniture. But I'm not putting any pictures on the wall. I still got stuff in the boxes. It was just like, I didn't feel like I was going to be there long. And that was just a part of my past, you know, what I had endured, you know, because I I ended up having to, you know, I, I mean, I was homeless throughout, even afterwards, you know, I went through about, uh, you know, homelessness and just different things and, I just never wanted to get comfortable. Never wanted to get comfortable because then that stuff was going to come up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like you're still not running, but you're keeping busy, and you and, mm-hmm. and you know you don't you don't want to you don't want to have that moment where you got to think about this shit, right? And actually, process it, right? You don't right, want to. and you don't want to get caught slipping. You don't want to get caught, you know, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you, you don't, <laughs> right? So you're don't like on guard, on you know, yep. I'm on guard all the time. You know, like I'm ser- even today, I'm on guard all the time. Like, don't approach me a certain way, you know, that type of thing, because you know, I'm I'm watching, you know, exactly. and it's like I don't I don't know. I, it's so much that survivors deal with. Yep. After they're off the streets. You know, and even when you go through, like you said, the, the counseling, the, the healing process, there's still trigger moments. You know, for me, it's rejection still. You know, if I feel like I'm being rejected by something, I have someone, I have to stop and take a moment and like, you know what, That don't take that on. That's not, that's not for you. You know what I mean? Like, that's not for you. 
So I have to I have to constantly talk to myself, constantly just remind myself, no, that's not for you. Yeah. You know, so you're doing this for you now. Right. You have to be there right. for you. You know, and, and just because they they are saying no, that does not mean that's a uh, that's bad for you. Doesn't right. you know, so you, you can't take that on. You can't it can't be personal. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. it's a lot though. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and did you and I know you know maybe in the past there's not as many programs and like shelters like I have right now for the teenagers but at any moment did you feel like you could go to I think I asked you this question but I'm I'm, I'm saying this in a way that you were you survived an additional two suicide attempts yeah right mm-hmm. at, at either of these times did you still feel like nobody was there for you you know, Victoria, I I didn't allow anyone to be there for mm-hmm. me. Okay. Because I didn't trust anybody. There we go. And so it wasn't that they weren't there. I just didn't allow them to. It was a certain, you know, you couldn't come in a, a certain area in my space. So if you got too close, I didn't like affection. I didn't want nobody hugging me. I didn't want nobody telling me they love me. I was there. I was like that. Cringe, right? Yeah, I was very, you know, like, you know, you, you just stay there, you know. So it wasn't that they weren't there. It's just I wouldn't allow them in. I wouldn't allow that help. And it wasn't until going through a series of relationships and realizing something's wrong. You know, like I'm repeating the same things. I'm getting the same results. I keep having to because I call myself a seductress at that time. Did you? I did because, and that's all in my book. I did because I knew, I, I learned from that lifestyle how to, you know, please men and how to, um, what to do to get a man or whatever. So, so. Listen, you were surviving and you, you, you were becoming an expert. Right. And that. so I would use that, um, you know, Seduce man. So I was like, whatever man, whoever I wanted, I got him. You know what I mean? Like if there was not one man that I that I wanted that I didn't get. And so it was like, and they could be in another state. That's just how powerful. (laughs) You was tapped. You 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 had that power. powerful. Yeah. Yeah. That was your strength, honey. Because that's not. Weren't vulnerable. You was you had a strength of seduction. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so when I realized that, you know, this is not what I want. I don't want to be like this, and this is not I, because I really, genuinely, really like some of these men, but they're seeing me as sex objects because that's how I got them. Yeah. I seduced them, you know, with lingerie and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I want something different. Like, what's wrong with me? I knew something was wrong, and that's mm-hmm. when I decided to get counseling and once I got counseling and touched on everything I realized girl you are jacked up like you was going down to the room oh my god I went to the you had never really healed from that though that's why too exactly you're just covering up that bandage exactly that bandage was wearing off anyway exactly exactly so when we started touching on a lot of things and I realized gosh you know I don't know my worth you know I I'm just giving myself to these people that they don't care. 
they don't, they don't, they know I don't know my worth. They know I don't know it. Mm, so they're going to yeah. take whatever they can get, you know? So I went through that. I went through extensive counseling. That's good. I mean, That's I good. went through it. I had homework to do. Only, you can only tell yourself all these things. And until you start receiving it, I don't know who was telling you what you wanted, you know, what you wanted to hear at the time, besides you're beautiful, you're sexy, you make right. me feel good. But you needed to hear the root, the like, root. Look how much of a writer you are. You were like the third survivor that told me you had really good reading and writing skills. Yes. Like, isn't that crazy yes. how like that's buried? Yes. I you love that, to read right? and write. Love to read it. Ever since I was a kid, love to read and write. And that stuck with me. I mean, I still do. I mean, I I, I write. I'm a writer, you know, and it's amazing and I mean I do newsletters I do all kinds of stuff you know so it's just like wow. and until a person and until a person really uh, goes through that healing process mm -hmm. they're going to remain stuck mm -hmm. and they're going to have those strong triggers mm -hmm. I mean and that's just the bottom line you you have to go through you have to go through counseling and and deal with mm -hmm. the deep-rooted issues you know, and, and if you don't know what they are, mm -hmm. hopefully that counselor can walk you through mm. and we Amen. can find out what it is. And you can yep. find out what it is because it's something there. It's something mm -hmm. there. And, you know, and also I wanted to tell you too, Victoria, and I'm sure you probably know what I really um, I feel for are the aged out foster care youth. Yes. You know, because once they turn 18, they're released. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of them are vulnerable to being trafficked Yep, because they have nowhere to go. And I thank you for bringing that up because that is like my focus, not just right now, mm -hmm. but like I mentioned earlier, that's sort of the, the gateway into this victimization is because not only have they been broken down so much in their past, now they don't even have the resources to be built up. Yeah. yeah. Where, where are they going? Right. And, you know, who are they going to go to? Right. And, and again, back on the community, we're not supporting them. Like I would open my damn door, uh, you know, mm -hmm. to an 18, 19 year old. I mean, I, I have my nieces and I told my nieces like, hey, you got to stay with me until you can figure this out. Mm -hmm. College is not going to be for everybody. Right. Getting a job to pay you, pay your living expenses is not really ideal. Mm -hmm. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's mm -hmm. not really realistic. It's not easy. Right. And I'm, I'm fortunate to be able to like live in another country like Italy mm -hmm. and for the military and it, they they support their teenage kids mm -hmm. they have their kids living with them oh. they're taking care and the parents are like listen we're not going to release you until mm -hmm. you have your shit together yeah. like it's not a stigma of you're not being successful or you can't live in my home I'm gonna kick you out as right as you're 18 19 now think about the damn foster kids yeah where there's no resources and you, you no. know, and you, and then they want to talk about the survival sex and they want, it's not even, it's beyond survival sex because yeah. they are exploited exactly. for, like, I got kids that were exploited for a ride. Yeah. Like, oh, you want to yeah. go to the shelter? Hamburger. Oh, okay. Well, what, what do you want to do? What you going to do for that? Right. You know, exactly. and I'm like, and I'm like building up these kids and I'm like, listen, you know what you don't have to do for a ride, right? Right. I mean, it's a challenge, but you know, I, I can get from they didn't have full on sex to, well, I only did a hand job. That's better, right? We're getting there. 
most right, people be right. like, you know, right. but you should give what they were giving up <laughs> right. for a ride, okay, or for a hamburger That's or for crazy. a cigarette. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I love that you pointed that out because that's what my platform is, is that we might not be able to help that adult mm-hmm. who is a sex worker, mm-hmm. who, you know, mm-hmm. might have gotten into the life another, but, you know, by other means, but right. you know, now they have their legitimate business out in Vegas, you know? Right, right, right. No, nothing, whatever. Right. But I want to talk about it's the kids. Yeah, yeah. I right. want to talk where it's not a choice. I want right. to talk about forced prostitution, like you mentioned. Right. Right. That you know, it's it's really becoming a public health crisis. Like it you is. see these kids, it is. You do see them. It is because any any child that's under eighteen mm-hmm. is considered a victim. I don't care how they get involved. Mm-hmm. They are, they are a victim of sex trafficking. They are getting according raped. to the law. Yes, you cannot call a child a child prostitute. Nope, absolutely not. You know, they're victims. So mm-hmm. society yep. needs to get involved. They need to get involved, right? Yeah. So if so right now, and you mentioned this too, because it's not a lot of uh people are spiritual or they have the following of God and like you know, I I, I call onto the universe all the time, but mm-hmm. you're the third survivor, including myself, that has told me that there was a message, like they heard him. They heard someone, they heard Telling something you. so loud. Yes. And it came at the right moment. Like I called on him at the right moment, but other survivors were like, I heard. And you said it right there. Yeah. You said, trust him. Yeah. You heard, it trust was crystal him. clear. Because you weren't, no, you weren't trusting nobody. You know how much I did not know the voice of God at that time. Right. You know, so. right. You didn't, right. Right. How could you? Yeah. You know what I mean? How could you? Look at the situation that you were in. Exactly. But you heard that so vividly. And you did. Yeah. And it helped you get out. Yeah. Now, just think if I didn't listen to that voice. Yeah. I don't know where I would have been, where I would be right now. But that voice was so crystal clear and so loud. And I just, I, I just turned around. Hey guys, it's Victoria. So I need to take a really, really quick break and tell you all about a promo that I have going on. I normally don't do this and I really didn't want to partner or be an affiliate with any, just any old company because they're not really sponsoring the podcast, but this is just something that we needed to be a part of. So check this out. It is Gab Wireless. It is the safest cell phone out for kids and teenagers. That's right. So all you parents listening, all you teachers listening, all you shelter staff listening, all of you aunties and uncles that want to give your young people cell phones and keep communication with them, think about Gab Wireless. It is only $99 to purchase the phone, and we are giving you all a promo code to get $10 off. And it's only $20 a month. But here's the benefits because I'm getting it for my niece and I'm getting it for the kids at the shelter because I really need to keep communication with them, that it's literally only for talk and text. Yeah, they got all the camera access and calculator and all that stuff, but here's the thing that makes it the safest. They cannot download any apps. They cannot peruse through the internet. Did you hear me? They can't use an internet browser. There isn't one, and they can't download any apps no social media, no online gaming, none of that. And they just added 
the GPS tool. Yes, we can track them now. And not only are we going to have access to seeing who they're texting and who they're calling through the online account, but again, this is like a really cute smartphone. So they're not going to be mad <laughs> at this and they might not even know the advantages yet. So use our promo code unseen TTT podcast, click on the link and help us keep these kids safe. Again, that's Unseen TTT Podcast. Click on the link. Don't be afraid to tell everyone. This is going to be the perfect gift for Christmas. Give them the gift of gab. That's right. G-A-B-B wireless. Smartphone. Safe phone. For kids. And what do you hope to give us with your book? Because now you have this platform and I thank you so graciously to be here and help tell the truth to educate people. Because like I said, some people don't learn that way. They don't learn through all that in the, in the, in the media and education. They right. learn it through it affected someone that they know or through a survivor story. So what do you hope with this book? Because you sound, it sounds so compelling and. What I'm hoping is that, um, anyone who reads it, that they not only see um, the journey, but they also see the hope, that they also see uh, the determination to become something other than what Mm. I was forced into. Mm. And to see uh, how I went from not knowing my worth to knowing my worth. Amen. And that's what I, I, I hope that they get out of the book. Absolutely. I, 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 I'd be saying amen and thank God and wow. So many times when I talk to you and like the other survivors, because I'm just looking at power. I'm looking at strength. I'm looking at beauty. I'm looking at love. And I just feel it. And I, when I buy the book, obviously I'm going to share it, but if you feel comfortable, can you give people your contact information or your social media and also again, where they can find your book? Because we do need those, those relational connected voices. Yes. And I hope that people do read your book and know that they too can have that self-worth in that, um, that determination. Yes. Yeah, that determination. Yes. Yeah. Because um, it, it's it's definitely it's definitely um, doable. I mean, you definitely can make it. Yeah. Any survivor, anybody can make it. I'm telling you, you your your past does not determine your future. It does not. But you can find my book on Amazon. You can also find it on my website. If you want an autographed copy, you can find it on my website, which is I am a Ruby to you, which is the number two, the letter U.com. My social media, uh, Instagram is I am a Ruby to you, the number two, the letter U. And Facebook is author Chiquita Tillman. Wow. And if you want to, I mean, if you want to email me, um, it is I am a Ruby to you. Everything is I am a Ruby to you. <laughs> yes, Ruby you to are you. Ruby to me. Right. The number two, letter U at gmail.com. Yes. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if people did reach out to you because I've been reached out to and it's just amazing. 
And it just takes that one person, like you said, it always starts with that one person. And I hope that one of my, our listeners and our audience members is that one person that would really change and impact someone else's life. And obviously I want us all to be a community and support each other and support you by, you know, buying your book, really living in your truth. Like you continue to live in your truth and we support you in that journey. Cause it, you know, you are here now. You are here now. I'm here now. And my passion, Victoria, is to help whoever I can. I mean, that is just my heart's desire. Everybody who knows me knows that I've been I've been telling my story for years. I don't ask for nothing. I just I just want to help people. So I am very grateful to you for giving me the opportunity to share. I mean, I really have enjoyed you. I it's been such a pleasure meeting you. <laughs> Thank you so much. No, likewise, more so, actually. I mean, Emma, she was like getting back to me and she's like, Chiquita is so amazing. And I was like, I know, like we were like on speed calendaring it up with you. I was like, can I get her on? Like ASAP. I just want to feel her power and her strength. And you guys truly motivate me to step into the doors and just like work with my kids. And like, I'm almost about to get in tears because you don't have a lot of people like you, Chiquita, that say, I just want to help somebody else. Yeah, that's all I want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people do it for the fame and some people are in this field that never experienced shit. Right. Right. That amazes me. That amazes yeah. me. Like it didn't take, it shouldn't have took me to be able to get away, but I did call on God and I said, if you let me get away from this, I will make it my life's journey to be in this field and help everybody else. But it, it pains me sometimes when I see people in this work and I'm just like, how did you, like, what is your connection to this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause I don't feel anything. Right. I don't even want you in my space. Like you said, I don't even want you in my space right now. Mm-hmm. So. Right. I'm like you, you know? Victoria. I'm like you. I've, I've run into so many, even survivors, I'm sorry. Even survivors. No. Even, you know, in organizations that are anti-human trafficking, mm-hmm. but their heart is not there. The heart is not there, and it's all about the money. And my thing is, if you're really about saving someone and helping someone or helping prevent someone from getting caught up, why are you putting, and I know we all have to live, but don't say that you can't help someone if you don't get a certain amount of money I mean to me that means your heart is not really there Mm -hmm. you know because Mm -hmm. hey if someone says hey we got a group of girls that are at risk and blah 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 blah, Mm -hmm. but you know we can't pay you Mm -hmm. you know maybe you can bring your products or something like that I'm like listen say no more I'm there because I would rather be you know that voice that can say something that will probably change their mind or help them to prevent them from going anywhere you know what i mean and that's what matters more valuable right that is that is more valuable you're absolutely right we don't need the money like this podcast i'm pushing out money more than i'm getting i don't even want to get anything (laughs) i want to get and you know what's so funny is that i actually did apply for something and I applied for it so that I can have money to give to you all mm-hmm. because I wanted to pay you for your precious time. 
And I hope that's going to be my goal. My goal is to be able to actually pay you survivors to tell your story because I know how much time and this could be re-triggering and re-traumatizing. Mm -hmm. But also, in a sense, that is your worst. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. All these people getting money to do what? When I'm sitting up in here talking story to you and you you earned this, you should have this. Mm -hmm. And if not, if you won't take it, then I'll let me buy your stuff Mm -hmm. so that I can give it to my kids. Mm -hmm. Let me mm -hmm. buy your books. Let me mm -hmm. buy your poems. Let me buy your your um, shirts because I'm mm -hmm. out here buying, you know, people out here buying Gucci and Prada, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, can I just buy this shirt from, or this book from Chiquita? Can I do that? Give me money so that I can support my community, yeah. my people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I would. I, I'm sorry for getting emotional. No, no, it, no. It, you know, I understand. We don't always get you to, have a good heart. Yeah, we don't get to talk to. I don't get to talk to survivors a lot either that don't have a, another mission or an ulterior motive, and we all have our. You know, we have all our jobs too, and this is right. my passion project. A lot of us have passion projects, so why can't we all just support each other? Exactly. each other's passion projects you know exactly. what I mean exactly. and and I do want to spread the word because I do believe that women of color and men of color and other underrepresented populations like LGBTQA mm -hmm. or you know um, intrafamilial traffickers um, and their survivors their stories need to be heard too because mm -hmm. we just don't see them we do right. see the Caucasian women their stories are being told the escort agencies, the sex traffic victims. Um, I mean, the, 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 what do they call it? The pimps are always getting their glory, but they're all just men, black men. Like, right. we know, we need to change that too. Right, um, right. <laughs> you know, and all these movies and all these, you know, politicians or all of these people like Jeffrey Epstein. Like, I'm just, right. don't understand how they can just get so much publicity. And right. here we have your beautiful soul who has a book who's willing to do things and speak to the community for free just so that they could change and impact that one person. Right. That's it. Just that one person. We ain't asking for millions, Lord. We just asking for that one person. One person. That one person. And I wish you had that one person earlier than later. Yeah. But he came around when he needed to. Yeah. He did. Yeah. And got you out. Yeah. So got me out so that I can help somebody else. That's what amen. I would say. Amen. Absolutely. You know? I, I'm telling you, I never say amen so many times. I swear. <laughs> I know God's trying to tell me. The universe. I know Jesus has always been there for me. But, and I'm sorry for cursing. But I just get so fueled with this. Um, thank you, Chiquita, because I'm actually going to have your episode close out this first season. Oh. So your episode is going to follow after... Okay. Miss Heather Hartflow. Okay. And I think I'm seeing this in the future and I'm going to speak it into the existence that we're going to have some kind of like celebration. All of you survivors are going to like come together. I don't know why I see that, but this is going to go far and they're going to reach the voices that matter the most. So I'm I think in agreement with you on that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We'll see each other in the future again. So just yes. get ready. Okay. I'm ready. I'll be ready. <laughs> Yeah, you've been ready. You've I'm been ready. ready. I don't know why I'm just finding out about this book. I'm just like really, okay, I can't go on my tangents because I just ended it really, really blessfully. Um, but you, you must tell me how you, Yeah, I'm sure you will. I, I know yeah. I've got nothing. I mean, if you go on the website, you can see some of the reviews. It's, it's 
it's I'm gonna do what I can to do, but I already know I'm gonna love this book and I'm gonna share it. It's crazy. But okay, Chiquita, do you wanna leave the listeners with anything else? I'm just protect our children. That's that's mm. all. Just yes. you know, listen to the children when they come yeah. to you. That's all I, I I can't stress that enough. But thank you so much. I really have enjoyed you. Thank you so much. And you all know that Chiquita gave her you guys her email so you guys can reach out to Ch- Chiquita. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being thank open. You. Thank you, beautiful. Listeners, it's Victoria. I just want to thank everyone for tuning in and hearing this out till the end because I know that's probably like a lot. <laughs> but guess what? We are done. We're done season one. So we're going to just take a short break and we're going to give you season two with more survivor stories, a trafficking true crime story that maybe didn't make headlines. We're going to probably bring on a guest or a subject matter expert to cover a controversial conversation topic. But mainly, we're going to be giving you all some updated sounds. We're going to give you some updated intros and outros because you all have weathered through some of our technical difficulties in season one. You stood by me and supported me on my story. You supported two survivors. That's right, two survivors. And you gave them a platform to be heard. And you guys listened and you all shared the platform, you all shared their stories, you all might have even wrote them or added them on social media. I thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Because it takes a lot to maybe open a particular wound along their journey from being a victim to being a survivor to now thriving. And I heard this so many times from all of my survivors. They're the ones who educated me. Can you believe that? On those three different levels because I'm immersed in working with victims every day, right? And now I get to actually hear from survivors who are not just surviving. Most of them are thriving. They have books. They have memoirs. They have nonprofits. They have events. And they have merchandise and they have so many ways that they can finally feel supported and get the truths out there. So thank you for that. And I hope you all stay tuned for season two and it will be airing soon. Please write us, contact us if you have a controversial conversation topic. If you'd like to also share your story, it could be anonymous. You can send us an audio. You can even maybe write us and give us permission to tell your story or summarize it for us if you were featured maybe in a book or on another platform like social media where you told your story already. And hey, we just love to hear from you all. So stay tuned, enjoy, rate us and review us. Rating is very important to us. So that's where we get to be really heard. And if you would like to leave a review, you can, but you don't have to, not at all. But Thank you, stay tuned, and we love you at Unseen, the Traffic Truth Podcast. I just love the fact that survivors are seeking you all out and saying, hey, we want to share our stories. I really think it's important work, and the fact that they know that this platform exists, that's even more profound. 
right? A lot of people, I'm sure, are carrying these stories with them um, and they don't know exactly how to share them, how to let other people know this is what I've gone through as well and how to really find community because I think that for me is a huge part of this piece too. I'm sure a lot of survivors, maybe who knows, are reaching out to one another and they're finding a piece of community and saying, okay, I'm not alone. Because, you know, this is your story and you need to tell it and you need to do it in your own time and when you feel comfortable. And like I told you before, I'm here for you, whether you do it or not. But like I said, if it was me, I would want people to know to prevent this from happening again. You just needed to wait for the right time. Because until you could tell your story where it could be conveyed to touch my heart, it's no use rushing the process. You understand what I'm saying? Because now you truly are a survivor. Like when the young girls see you now, like they know this just didn't happen overnight. This wasn't a, you know, I went away for the weekend with my girls and we got it in and then I came back and I was free and whole. This is a 15 year process and every day you wake up and you have to make a conscious decision that I am not gonna allow what happened in my past to determine my future. So baby girl, no, you told the right people. I even appreciate the platform, like the platform she's created, the platform you created. I appreciate those platforms because some of the fact that um, these platforms need, we need these platforms so people can hear um, other stories and people can affect change and create change. Even if you wasn't thinking about it before, when you see stuff like this and these platforms, it makes you want to do something. So I appreciate y'all for even having me on to even create these platforms, honestly is exactly why I wanted to not only put a podcast out to just be able to like not have my, to repeat the story all the time, but I feel so free every time that it is heard because not only are these individuals believing me, they're checking on me. You know how it feels to have that genuine love? Like, oh my God, Vic, I didn't know that happened to you. I want to be there. How can I help you? How can I support you? And now I feel in that moment of my life where I'm not like, oh, I don't want to burden you with that. Or no, no, no. I'm like, yes. How about, you know, you tell everyone.